so today I'm talking about a promise is a promise. A promise is a promise. When you make a promise, you keep a promise, right? Or at least you try to. I remember over the years, I've made so many promises with people, my kids. We're going to Disneyland. <laughs> it's Wisconsin Dells. You just didn't know. <laughs> You're too young. You didn't even know. We'll all wear Mickey Mouse shirts and go to Wisconsin Dells. Isn't Disneyland amazing, guys? I'm pretty sure it's not Disneyland. Making some promises over the years. I, I can recall about 10 different people that I've made or have made promises with me that were going to be workout partners. You know, we're waking up 530 in the morning. Every single morning, we will be together. We will hit the gym. We'll be at the Y together. And you know what? Actually, this week doesn't work for me. Can we start that next week? And then life happens, and slowly but surely, nobody's there. You're at the gym by yourself, right? Have you ever been in those promises? I know uh, for my career, there's been so many times in, in a career where they bring you in for an interview and they ask, are, is, is this the job are you looking for or are you looking for a career? Oh, career. I am looking to be here for 10, 15 years. Like, this is definitely where I'm going to stay. This is, I'm planting my feet here. We just bought a house and this is the job I've always wanted, making those types of promises with people. Well, people make a lot of promises, and uh, I've made a lot of promises, and we've all been promised a lot of things, too, over the years, haven't we? People have made some really good promises. And I love that um, we celebrate Easter, which is Jesus' resurrection, but for some reason, this bunny that lays eggs got involved in Easter, and so I'd love to talk about eggs today a little bit and talk about how many eggs do you have in the promise basket so I have real eggs here. These are, these are real eggs. These are really expensive. Did you guys know this? Did you know they make little cute things like this? Little cute egg thing? Hold on. So what I'd like to talk about is some of the promises that we've had in life. Maybe it's career. If you work so hard, we're going to move you up. We're going to move you to management. If you stick around here, if you dedicate the next 70 hours of your week every single week for the next 20 years. This is going to be a great place for you. And so we put our eggs in that basket. And sometimes it doesn't always work out, does it? Does it? What about some other promises in life? What about relationships? I'm going to probably burn the rest of my eggs out of it, these relationship promises. It's you and me forever. It's all the promises of relationships, and we put them all in this basket of, of follow through with my promise, you follow through with your promise, and then we're stuck in this basket, and it seems like a bunch of broken promises. We're stuck with it. Man, all of my eggs are in that basket. What do I do? <laughs> Thanks. So we're stuck with those. Stuck with a lot of eggs in the basket of maybe relationships, maybe it's careers, maybe we thought if we only had this amount of stuff, we've heard people have told us if we buy these things, we're going to be really happy with life and we'll be complete. And then we find out, man, it's just not working out. We're stuck with a bunch of broken promises 
A lot of the eggs in the basket. Broken promises. We'll leave that there for right now. What happens when we trust in the promises of people is it's hard not to start to transfer those, that trust and those broken promises over to God, isn't it? It's tough because we put our hope and our trust in people, and then yet alone, God's sitting here saying, like, what about me trusting me? And that's tough. But God, I can't really trust people. They don't follow through on the promises. Do you follow through on your promise? And I got a word for you today. A promise is a promise with God. A promise is a promise with the Lord. We're going to look at what the Bible has to say about Jesus making a promise of coming back to life. That's a pretty big promise, right? And what did the disciples do with that? Let's look at Matthew 17, 22 through 23. It's going to be up here on the screen. If you've got your Bible, you can, you're welcome to look at it. I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we're going to jump right in. So, Lord, we thank you so much for the plans that you have for us this morning, the, the plans of um, your resurrection and your power and the things that you want to do in this place. And so, Lord, we just choose to just tune in to you right now. Come, Holy Spirit, would you just speak through your word to our hearts? Lord, I just choose to get out of your way. Would you have your way in this place? Have your way in this message and everything that's said and done. Lord, would you be glorified in this place? Lord, would you speak directly through me to people's hearts? Use the voice and the breath of my lungs to to speak directly to our hearts. And Lord, um, just as I prayed for a service, as I repeat some of this stuff, I just pray that it would just uh, be directly to my heart too. Lord, you would remind me of the promises that you've made and that I can trust you in all things. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Matthew 17, 22. So Jesus gathers all the disciples together. They'd been with him about three years. And he gets them together and he says this. When, the, when they had come together in Galilee, he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered over to human hands. And he will be killed, but on the third day he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. On the third day, I'm going to be raised to life, but it's going to be really hard. There's going to be a time between now and the third day that I'm going to get handed over to human hands, and I'm going to die, and I'm going to die on the cross. This is the second time that Jesus has told them this. And the disciples didn't even hear the other part of him being raised to life. They just heard that he's going to die. He's leaving us, guys. I just want you to look at it because like a lot of times when we look at the Bible, we look at it from this big picture. We already know the end of the story. You know, Jesus is raised again. But from the disciples' perspective, you've left everything to follow this guy, this radical way of life. You leave it all. You leave your family. You leave it all to follow Jesus. And then he says, you know what? I'm going to die. I'm going to get handed over. It's going to seem like a loss. But on the third day, I'm going to raise again. A lot of times we have that. We're stuck in that situation. Hey, we're going through a really tough season. We know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but right now it feels really hard. Maybe you just started at school. Maybe you just started a new career. 
Maybe you just started a new relationship. It takes a while to build those, doesn't it? We know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So the disciples were filled with grief. There was no rejoicing around the table when Jesus says, hey, guys, I'm going to die. But guess what? I'm coming back to life, which kind of makes me think the disciples have some broken promises of their own, some things that they are processing, some huge promises. Jesus coming back to life. Yeah, okay, Jesus. It's really good of you. So they're just trying to figure this out. But the great part is this, is God is a man of his word. A promise is a promise when it comes to Jesus. And so Jesus follows through on his promise, doesn't he? Doesn't he? <laughs> See, <laughs> it's hard. We, we're skeptical sometimes, aren't we? And it comes from broken promises and buckets that we put all this weight in. Man, it didn't work out at all. But Jesus follows through on his promise, doesn't he? Matthew 27. Or actually, I'm wrong. Matthew 28, I want to read what happens when Jesus falls through on his promises. Matthew 28, 1 through 10. I'm going to go ahead and read this whole passage. After the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to the tomb. They went to look at a tomb. Everything that Jesus said happens, happened. Jesus dies on a cross. He's buried in a tomb. All their hopes, all their dreams of what was going to happen Nothing's followed through. There was a violent earthquake. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone, and sat on it. Why does the Bible say that? I just, I can't get the image of like this angel just sitting on a stone. What's up, up, guys? I'm an angel. You like my, my white robe? His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were like white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know who you are looking for, Jesus, who is crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Just as he said. Just as Jesus said he was going to rise, he rose from the grave. Come and see where his body lay. Then go quickly and tell the disciples, he has risen from the dead and is going on ahead of you of Galilee, and there you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet full of joy, and ran to tell the disciples, and suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings! Hi, Jesus. (laughs) They came to him and clasped his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Jesus keeps true to his promise. He rises from the grave. The thing that he said he was going to do, he did. 
even though the circumstances looked really rough, it didn't look like it was going to happen. There was a big stone in the way of Jesus following through on his promise. But then you have an angel of the Lord who just moves it out of the way. Death couldn't hold Jesus down and keep him away from keeping his promise to people. God is a God of his word. A promise is a promise with Jesus. And this whole book is full of God's promises, isn't it? All these promises that God makes with people, with humans, with, with mankind throughout time, God is always making promises. And if he can defeat death, then he can follow through on any promise that's in the book. Like Isaiah 41.10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. What do you have to fear? There's nothing to be afraid of because God follows through on his promises. And so many times in the Bible, you see it, do not be afraid. Why do you think it says that so many times? Because we are drawn into skepticism. I don't know if God's going to actually follow through on this. But God says, don't be afraid. Isaiah 41.10 says that. Deuteronomy 31.8, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. I love that. Don't be afraid and don't even be discouraged. I'll be with you. I got you. I'm going to uphold you. I'm going to stand you upright. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to care for you. Don't be discouraged. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says this, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for, in my power, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. When we're feeling weak, when we're feeling dry, when, man, I can't do this anymore, this is really tough, God will come through in the darkest hours. Isaiah 40, 31 but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings of eagles, and they will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and not be faint. God is true to his promises. A promise is a promise. I love that it says you'll soar on the wings of eagles. Have you ever seen an eagle? We're so blessed. Did you guys know how blessed we are, the bald eagles all around the Quad Cities? Have you ever seen them just soaring out in the middle of the Mississippi, just floating around? You notice how they're not like flapping their wings like crazy? Like, a, Could you imagine an eagle running around like a sparrow? You know, there's a reason they use eagles, because eagles have wings big enough to soar. They don't need to flap and flap and flap like a hummingbird. They just let the wind do the work. And so the reason he uses eagles is because this, it's this invite to just trust in the Lord and soar like an eagle. What do you got to be afraid of? Just put your wings out and fly. You were created to fly. Amy and I, uh, my wife here, were, were driving the other day, and we had to stop, come to a dead stop at a green light because this goose walked across the street. And then another goose was walking across the street. I don't get it. Like, you're a goose. Fly. What are you doing walking on the street? It's a little frustrating. You can fly. 
You don't have to hold up traffic, Mother Goose. <laughs> Put out your wings and fly away. Then we can get on with our day. It just kind of reminded me, like, guys, you were created to soar. You were created to soar like the eagle's wings. That God's put that inside of you. It's a promise that he has. You were created to fly above the circumstances and the stresses and the anxieties of life. So just like I told that goose with a horn and a rev of the engine, fly! (laughs) Put out your wings today. It's a promise that God has everything under control. He's going to care for you. You have nothing to fear anymore. Fly. Take him at his word this morning. If he can defeat death, he can defeat anything that you're facing this morning. Amen? So I'm going to go back to my eggs. It's an egg basket, and so what I just wanted to say is whether you put a lot of eggs and a lot of stock in, in a different basket this morning, the invite's here. Put, your, put your, all your eggs into the Jesus basket. Put them all in Jesus' basket. So what he does is he takes our brokenness. It's kind of gross, isn't it? He takes our brokenness, and he's okay with it. He's all right with it. You can be honest with him. God, I'm having having a hard time trusting you in this. I've been burnt before. I got an egg in my pocket. (laughs) If you wondered why I didn't give you a hug this morning, this is why. I didn't want to break my egg. And I wanted this to be like a magic trick, but saying that I have an egg in my pocket kind of ruined that, didn't it? Let me do this again. He takes our brokenness. And he pulls, gives us a brand new start. He gives us a, amazing, right? He gives us a brand new start. Just a brand new start, a brand new look at life, a brand new perspective. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to care for you. I know you're bringing in a lot of broken promises. That's okay. I have you from here on out. I got you. What do you got to fear? What are you afraid of? I'm with you. You feeling dry? You feeling kind of weak lately? Man, I got you. Let me give you strength. He gives us a brand new start full of his promises, full of his truth, full of his new life that he has for us. And so put your eggs, I'm going to set it down there gently, in the Jesus basket. (laughs) 
and watch what the Lord does. I don't mean like take a couple of the eggs and, you know, like maybe try out a little bit of Jesus this morning. I mean, take your whole life and put it into Jesus' hands and say, Lord, I'm going to just trust you. I don't understand how this is all going to work out, just like the disciples didn't understand anything Jesus said. But I just choose to trust you this morning. You defeated death. There is nothing that I can't trust you in. A promise is a promise with God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Would you guys just stand up with me? We're just going to close out. just want to pray for us. We need these reminders, don't we, sometimes? A reminder, oh yeah, I can, I can trust God in this. And so um, here's an invite for you guys. We'd love for you to be on this journey together with this church. If you don't have a home church, please make this part of your home church. Make this your home church. Show up, get involved, meet new people. We need encouragement one another. You're not alone. Not only is Jesus with you, but the church is with you. And so I just invite you. This is just a very clear invite. We'd love to see you next week. Just come be a part of this. And then lastly, I just want to invite anyone in this room that maybe you've tried eggs in different baskets and you've never put your hope and your trust in Jesus Christ. Today's the day to do it. What greater day to do it than Easter Sunday, right? Right? <laughs> so put your hope in Jesus today. Just say, Jesus, I need you in my life. Would you come into my heart? Would you fill me with your love? I've made mistakes, I've made messes, but I know that you forgive me once and for all. And so Jesus just wants to do that today. Put your hope in Jesus Christ this morning. If any of you in this room want to do that for the very first time, I'm just going to invite you to be bold and just raise your hand. Just say, yeah, I just want to trust Jesus. I want to put all my eggs in the Jesus basket. Go ahead and raise your hand so I can see you. Very, very cool. Okay, very cool. Anybody else? Anyone else? All right, very cool. Well, what I'd love for you to do, if you raise your hand, would you guys move on front? Come up front here, and we'd love to just pray for you. So anybody that um, raised their hand, just come up to the very front on the sides here. I'm just going to go ahead and pray us out. Lord, we thank you so much. Actually, would you guys put your hands together for these people who are starting to follow Jesus? Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you so much for what it is that you've done in our life, for all the promises that you've, you've given us, the, for the ways that you followed through. And so, Lord, we just choose to trust you this morning. We trust you this morning wholeheartedly to just put our hope and our trust in, in your way. Have your way, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We thank you that you are alive and living this morning, that we don't worship a God that's dead and buried into a grave and just once and for all and kind of did something in the past, Lord, but you are actively moving every single day of our life. And so, Lord, we just choose to just trust that and take you at your promise that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. You are always with us in every single situation of life. We trust you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
Can we go ahead and say this scripture? I'm going to put it up here on the screen. Would you guys say this with me? It says, therefore, go and make disciples in all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And then teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, that I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. Be blessed. If you're a first-time guest, please stop over at Guest Central. We'd love to meet you. We got a t-shirt for you. Love to see you next week. Be blessed.